Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Morning, friends. Here we go. Um, hey, hello. Hello. Hello, my fellow friends. Good morning to you, like Simon said. Merry some mornings to you all. Joining us this week is our good friend and brother in podcasting, <laughs> Dave Steele. Occasional <laughs> HR supervisor <laughs> and performance <laughs> reviewer, David Steele. Welcome back, Dave. Welcome back. Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello, friend. Um, I feel like I've called you. I feel like I've called you into my office. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that as well. And I think you should be ashamed of yourself. You know how uh, creatures evolve defense mechanisms. Speaking as men of science, you will know this. Mm. Yes. If I get into call into an office now, I instantly whip my cock out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the seeking of it, like just spewing up its internal organs. It's, yeah. It's like, well, like, yeah. I quite enjoyed that you just referred to Simon's cock as the sea cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'm almost that the rather not sea cucumber. To be <laughs> Either way, the new live action Little Mermaid is something special. <laughs> <laughs> this we were like why are all these people complaining about the ethnicity of the main character we need to give them something else to complain about but the new song I do not want to be where the people are <laughs> surely surely though if you're if you're getting called let's say to HR and you instantly whip your cock out that's just going to instigate future office callings no not at all you get your <laughs> cock out and you say um, listen love <laughs> Even if it's a man or a woman, you say, "Listen, love, I'm going down and taking you with me." The the concern for me is, I assumed that Simon getting his cock out was not an instant firing. <laughs> no, 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 I will just insist they demanded that I did it. <laughs> I think what you've got here, you've got some sort of Zeno's paradoxing that you get called in for a disciplinary meeting, you yes. whip your cock out, and they go, oh, we need another disciplinary for this. And then you go to that <laughs> meeting, whip your cock out again. <laughs> it's like an event horizon. You can never actually get fired. That's a brilliant idea, Dean. I could string that out for 40 years. <laughs> exactly, at the retirement date. What would I do on year 38? You know when in the older days where they tried to build a stepladder to heaven? It'd be like that, but with dildos and me trying to escape getting sacked. All right, so you got up the ante every time. Yeah, yeah. it's going to make it work. All oh, right, you might actually have to vomit the intestines out <laughs> like an actual sea cucumber. <laughs> By then, you'd be old enough to do that. I'm sure <laughs> it'd be a thing you could do. <laughs> or maybe have the old man think I have really long testicles and just slap them on the desk. <laughs> well, then they oh. would definitely get sacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I promise I wasn't going to talk about testicles this week. <laughs> enough, enough scrotum content for one lifetime, surely. At least for one podcast series. <laughs> uh, good morning, friends. This is Testicles Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of obscure podcast, uh, Dave, would you like to tell us about your your, your new podcast series, please? Some <laughs> oh, staking. Yes. Yeah, now is the ideal time after a photo of my penis and Dean's balls. <laughs> follows on follows on naturally yes because you you are both the first two guests on series two of will Riker's sex beard uh benjamin sisko's beard of war right. uh, all right tomorrow hey <laughs> two. excellent podcast well, i really enjoyed my my go on it um i haven't heard simon's yet because that's been released so but well, I, I, I expect the first episode is testicle heavy <laughs> the second, the second one will feature a lot of sea cucumber. <laughs> Those are our brands. Now. <laughs> yes. I, t- I told Simon that I wanted to deal with how Benjamin Cisco deals with his enemies. He heard sea and enemies, and we went from there. <laughs> also, Tesco heavy and the sea cucumber could be like um, <laughs> cool radio names, interesting. Yeah, yeah, a commercial radio station. We, we play a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is oh, no. Tesco Heavy and the Sea Cucumber at <laughs> 105.9KRW. <laughs> All of those things are just people vomiting. <laughs> anyway, enough balls. Let's get on with this program. <laughs> right. What are you going to show us this week, Dean? Um, I just realized at this second that. Um, I, I was wrong about a <laughs> lack of testicular content. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> What's Sorry. wrong with you? <laughs> well, quits, this, well, don't ask that because I've been, we've been down this road before. 
This is not my fault. This is a a rare listener submission of a of a why did this thing exist? Ooh. Now this is again my usual thing has two parts, but first I wanted to show you the thing. Jesus Christ. Uh, yes. So <laughs> what I'm showing you now is essentially a pair of dick slippers. <laughs> it's a pair of uh, slippers, um, the usual like, um, toe covering with no back, so you can just slip your feet straight into them. And they have a uh, uh, a stubby but thick <laughs> penis and testicles proudly mounted on the front, like like the lady on a ship, essentially. Um <laughs> So, yeah, it's a pair of dick slippers. You can have slippers with dicks on the front. Uh, <laughs> circumcised dicks, for those who are curious, because they clearly are uh, lacking of a foreskin. Um, prominent testicles. <laughs> let's, let's just say they're a semi. There's a semi going on there. I wouldn't say it's definitely proud, but it's, um, it's it somewhat turgid. turgid. Yes, somewhat yes. turgid. Uh, same colour as the slipper. It's not just been bolted on. It's been sewn on, and it's uh, flush with the, the flesh tones of the slipper itself. Uh, yeah, a pair of slippers with dicks on the front. It, um, question number one. Looks like there's only one testicle there again. Is these Hitler's dick slippers? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the episode title. <laughs> dick didn't Hitler's Dick slippers. Slipper didn't Dick Slipper manage West Ham between <laughs> 1975 <laughs> to <laughs> 1975. <laughs> Uh, not wearing slippers. So, what? What context? I've got. I've got two two main comments on this. Okay. The first one is that uh, ignoring the dick slippers, which is a heavy task, <laughs> <laughs> they look very much like child's feet and ankles that are wearing the dick slippers. Oh, Jesus! Which is, uh, <laughs> you're correct. I hate you for saying that, Dave, but you're completely <laughs> accurate, and that is unsettling in every sense. And the, the second comment is is the background. It's a weird looking churning white fluidic looking background, <laughs> which is doubly concerning. I am, it looks like one of those old white fur rugs, but if, if we're like, being generous, yeah, if we're being generous, but it's clearly been imposed on top because yes. there's no shadow, there's no indent, there's no impression. This is clearly someone's, someone's photoshopped the original dick slipper pick out <laughs> and put it on. Let's be generous and say a, a white fur rug, <laughs> but none of the usual, you know, shading and uh, lighting adjustments to, to make it look like a natural pose. So that's, I mean, uh, you wouldn't need to. It's an eBay product. It's not especially expensive, I don't think. Um, but saying that though, to put that effort into selling something on eBay, true, true. People don't usually Photoshop uh, their photos to put on eBay. No. If you have That's a look fun. through eBay now, listeners, you will see some. You you see uh, insights into people's lives. You will yeah. see like just damp. You will see unfinished meals. You will see <laughs> dirty, dirty fingers holding things up. Yeah, it's like the opposite of one of those like house like, real estate websites. We can tour someone's home. Like it's all the stuff you you don't see on those things. What you what you want to do is go on eBay and look for people selling mirrors. That's oh, a real. Oh yeah, that's a goldmine of that sort of thing, isn't it? <laughs> when they're just stood there in their pants taking a photo. <laughs> oh, anything reflective, I think. So, was there one with like a, 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 a silver kettle someone sold and you look reflective? It's a it's a guy stood there with his cock out. <laughs> or was he just wearing dick slippers? <laughs> <laughs> on, on his or, all, or on the phone to HR. <laughs> so this this is ebay uh -huh. have you if you looked at this person's shop like are they a shop that sells other genitalia related <laughs> footwear no um good question here's why i haven't done that because like i said this was sent to me mm -hmm. uh by uh, uh mrs S. Burnett of uh, Pondicummer, uh, <laughs> uh, a.k.a. Ma'am, 
my mother sent me this. This is my mother saying, you won't believe this. Why does this exist? Now, that, in its, in its own right, is funny. My mother sent me this. Like, I think, me, Dr. Dean Manette, international neuroscientist, expected <laughs> my mother sends me pictures of dick slippers. <laughs> and, and I know, she's listening to this, ma'am, you know I love you, you know I totally value support. It's, immense, it's an immense privilege for people to say, be one of those people who says, like, I have a parent who supports me in all my endeavours, no matter how utterly <laughs> nonsensical and pointless and, quite frankly, shameful they are. <laughs> have this podcast. But I am. Um, I would just like to say how much I respect her for what she was clearly looking for when she found these on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, I know what you're looking for because I have the full conversation. And <laughs> now, I'll tell you how she came to send me this uh, this product, and I'm just bring up the message because it, ma'am. Again, to say much I respect, I love you, and all all your support. This made me laugh for a good half an hour. I was <laughs> really tickled by this. So. The message was, was look at appeal crocs in work for one of the girls. This came up too. I'm in hysterics. Why does this exist? Kiss, kiss. No, that's fair enough. But she sent me then, this was, this was attached to a photo message. Now, let me show you the photo message I got. Right. Can you see that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She sent me this photo. Uh, for those who can't see it right now, it's a photo. It looks like something written on a wall. And it says, one pair of winter slipper, interesting, cold-proof, household dorm, bedroom, plush, flat. <laughs> right. <laughs> and if you look closely, you can see the, re- the reflection of a mother's phone, <laughs> from, yeah. on the shadow of a mother's phone, uh, on, on, the, on the on the writing. Now, yeah. anyway, I got the message she sent me and this picture. Now, <laughs> I thought she was looking for the shoes in work, and she was, like, rummaging around the cellars and stuff, and she found this written on a wall somewhere. <laughs> I thought she found some really, <laughs> really avant-garde graffiti. <laughs> like, I was rummaging into the storeroom in this small coastal South Wales deli restaurant, and I found written on a wall one pair with just an interesting cold-proof household dorm bedroom plush flat. <laughs> I thought, who? I was like, oh yeah. Then why does it? Why? Why would someone write that on a wall? Banksy. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I thought it's the same. Like, is, is like a, a rogue Banksy alike just wandering around? But Meta goes, "What? What the hell is that?" And she goes, "Just look it up. You'll see." Is what? <laughs> well, I can't screenshot it because you have screenshot. That's what I'm looking at. Now, now what it is? If you type in one pair winter slipper, instant cold proof. You get taken to the e. That's the product description of the eBay dick slippers. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, right? But then I realised what's happened is my mother has found dick slippers on eBay, <laughs> and in order to tell me about them, she's written down the product description on a piece of paper, very neatly by this. Taken a photo of the description and sent that to me, <laughs> rather than doing any of the more obvious direct options, like write that in the message which she sent to me, <laughs> or just send me the link or something like that. It's almost like a, a friend of mine who said, "The mother once said, I saw your photos on Facebook. I've said, I've, I've sent you a USB stick in the post.'" <laughs> and you know about that, send it back to me. <laughs> I sent this by your email. I said, here they are. <laughs> you know, there's six photos you wanted on this email. <laughs> like, there is so many easier ways to do this. <laughs> you wrote it down and took a photo. <laughs> I just find that so endearing. I'm sorry, man, but I know you love this sort of thing. But anyway... That's how I came. That's why I came to discover the dick slippers. <laughs> but to go back to the original point, uh, here's the dick slippers. These must be an American product if they're uh, circumcised. You know what? That is a really good point. That I hadn't thought of because it's isn't it like the default norm over there? More than not, I think so. I don't watch Sex and the City and I haven't done, but my wife used to. And there was one episode where one of them was with a guy who had who wasn't circumcised, and it was like a big novelty thing, like. Oh my god, he was a, oh my god, can you imagine? Like, oh I like it. Oh, you're sick. Like really? I, re- I I remember there it being a big plot line in an old episode of ER when really? uh, when Benton did not want to get his his son circumcised or or did want mm. it. It was one of one of the decisions. And mm. there was this whole thing about is his wife wanted the opposite. 
and there was this whole big argument about whether whether he should need it or not. No, it would, Benton didn't want it because his wife was going to be more hygienic. Except <laughs> yeah. And he was going, can he just wash? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, like, cut it all off. That's more hygienic, isn't it? Just have a <laughs> pipe. Why not make your, your son pipes from a neck down? <laughs> My little pipe boy. <laughs> from the neck down. <laughs> Food goes in, pipe out to the other end. <laughs> what I want is a shoot. I don't want a human. <laughs> just a tube. So, guys, I've just looked at the seller on eBay, and their usual output seems to be completely benign. Uh, I'm some... not sure, Dean. I'm going to describe these items. I just realised when I looked at that, I'd thrown out of it. <laughs> so, there's uh, three slippers, one of them is penis based, a dog <laughs> that's been dyed. Which is oh, God, I thought I was going to jump in on that dog's been dyed. <laughs> a woman's arse. A watch, <laughs> uh, some more shoes. I don't know what that green thing is. Some more shoes with dogs on if you're sick of looking like a cockfoot. Fourth <laughs> <laughs> uh, of July banner, which would reinforce your American thing. Yes, I knew it. Oh, but then yeah, yeah, Auckland, was... Auckland seems to feature heavily in the name, which is yeah, famously yeah, not no, in America. No, no. <laughs> Is it no Auckland's America? I mean, there might be quite a few. Oh, there might be. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. They've probably got about 10 of them. Yeah. So, um, uh, dick slippers. Uh, I think we should just review the, review the product. My mother's way of getting it to me was, I think, worth sharing. I don't think it's necessarily <laughs> a, uh, a an entity in its own right. <laughs> it's something <laughs> for me to be uh, chastised about later on. <laughs> <laughs> so, dick slippers. Well, um, I'm going to give them a... Hesitant three, uh, because they look like they were decent slippers, and uh, no, in terms of quality, and so sort of the the penis is mounted in a sort of very efficient way. It's not just it's not like it's just glued on; it's like some sewing has gone into that. But I'm still baffled as to what they're for and what function they would serve uh, beyond standard slipper, uh, which is you know you don't need a dick for that, <laughs> in my experience. Dave, um, I'm going to give them one. Um, I don't like the child's feet. I don't like the churning white fluid background. And to be <laughs> honest, the only correct response to some genital slippers is to go, oh, I'd give them one. <laughs> <laughs> I will accept that judgment. I think that's very fair. I'm going to give them two. Uh, a normal <laughs> picture of a slipper would have received one from me because I don't like slippers. Mm. Oh, no, don't, yeah. She's got an aversion to them. Just don't like them at all. I don't like it when people put... They slippered foot on the settee either. And by people, I mean my wife. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Not a big fan of them. Uh, Didn't think the cock was that impressive to look at. Uh, (laughs) Was a bit confused why there was only one testicle on display. Maybe it's a knockoff product and the official one has two two bezels, two testicles. (laughs) What's a bezel? Up in my score to three. Uh, <laughs> just discovered this bezel. Welcome back, friend. So, <laughs> what I'm going to show you guys now, <laughs> you just had a little sneak preview. Uh, oh my this was something that was sent to me as well, Dean. Okay. This was sent to me by a good friend of the podcast and avid listener, James McEwen. Oh, hi, James. Hello. I'm waving for no reason because you can't see that. Sorry about that. <laughs> uh, and he sent me this. He said he was looking for plant pots. And this is uh, <laughs> of course he was. Of course something he was. That, that came up as one of the cheapest mm. options he could get. I saw the initial picture and I thought, I'm not going to look any further than this. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Okay. Maybe we'll discover what it is and what it's for tonight. Right, right. <laughs> so the initial picture is, it seems to be a sleeping Chinese woman, and she's mm-hmm. got some kind of apparatus leveled out over her breasts. Yes. It looks like a life jacket designed yes. to ventilate her breasts. Yes, it does. It does. I, I mean, I, I'm not a woman. I, I did not know that was a requirement of the anatomy, but it's... Odd looking. Have you ever seen anything like that before, Dave? Um, well, maybe Madonna. 
Yes, yeah, it does <laughs> have a conical Madonna. Yes. If anything, though, hers breasts conical things were more restrictive. They're almost like airtight. They seem to be like stopping and getting in. Are we sure this woman's alive? She has a sort of corpse-like quality. Yeah, she does that's, have that's a corpse-like a quality. Fair point. A fair point. A corpse-like quality, which is it could be some kind of remembrance device. I'm not oh, sure. No. <laughs> the item itself is called New Palace Moxibustion Cans. Ah. Set. Oh. Okay, so and this gives me a clue. Okay, right, because. Because moxibustion is some some fairly weird uh, therapy that involves the burning of some sort of weed or can't remember the name of it. I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it mogwort. Okay. I think the fact that it says smokeless also might be a clue there. So I think it's perhaps they're f- they're fumigating the breasts with this. <laughs> I I don't say that. I I have like a dabbled in the skeptic community a lot in the last 10 years. I never heard the phrase moxibustion before. That's that's a new mm-hmm. one on me. But if if it is involves burning, but it just sort of a bit like like earwicking, where they put like sort of like the candle on your ear and they, they light it and they have that supposed to draw out toxins and bad brain vapors, whatever the hell that is. So yeah, I guess if, yeah. I think it's a bit it's a I think it's more it's more the properties of the smoke than the than the the magic candle mm. drawing out your earwax or whatever. Hopefully right. your candles are supposed to do. Okay. What does the properties of the smoke do? In my experience, <laughs> bear in mind this is I'm a 40-year-old man. Uh, smoke has been hazardous and dangerous throughout all of my life. It's never cured me of anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's cured you of too much lung capacity. Oh, that's true, yeah. It's aided <laughs> me in the, in the path to death. <laughs> yeah. You had way too much lung capacity before I was there, like... Uh, Doctor says, Simon, your lung capacity is off the scale. You've got to do some of this, mate. You're breathing <laughs> like a bitch, boy. <laughs> Treatment for his dangerous life addiction. <laughs> hey, this kid loves life too much. <laughs> Get him on the fangs now. Stat, <laughs> uh, as they say in medical dramas. So, I mean, I might be wrong, but I'm, I'm wondering if it's, if it's some sort of boob steamer. <laughs> well, there's a video. Should we have a little look? Oh yes, please. That um, like I said, that with too, too much enthusiasm. I'm curious. Yeah, we know I'm a fan of scrotums. I've moved on from breasts. Twenty minutes talking about cocks, and now we're on to tits. Here we go, listeners. Everybody knows Dean is a testicle man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So there's a. Yeah. It does look like a plan put upside down. I'll give it that. You take it off. You shove uh, marshmallows. Marshmallows? Don't say marshmallows. Take your blowtorch out and burn them. Okay. (laughs) You put a a crisp raw potato. Oh, it's ginger, is it? It looked like ginger to me. Yeah, you can set it. You put your um, uh, life boy something. Your miracle's hat. Put your wife's (laughs) hat on, yeah. Wife hat comes up. And you can just rest it gently on your crotch, I guess. <laughs> what, what a strong crotch theme this episode so far. <laughs> she, she stroke it. Yeah. She, oh. she seems happy, but she's happy under coercion. Right. Oh, there you go. There you go. Right. So what is it, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well... Yeah, Dave. <laughs> come on, Dave. You know, you know how on MasterChef... <laughs> right. They uh, they put smoke into a into a goldfish bowl and it makes food taste smoky. This oh, yeah. is for making your breasts and navel taste smoky. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see <laughs> that actually. Like uh... <laughs> Jane, Jane, we don't have a better explanation. That's the thing. <laughs> but I did really enjoy it. But this this it looks like one of these things that's supposed to be relaxing, but can't possibly be. Yes, so thank like you, you've yes. got. You've got like burning material sat on your breasts. Mm. That can't be great. You've got, like you say, you've got vanilla candles. So you're just thinking, why have I got burning ice cream in the corner of the room? <laughs> you play a whale song, but that would just make me panic. Why am I in the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, it's just, you were talking, I know you were talking the other day about massages, which is just awful, just being yes. rubbed by a stranger. Yes, thank you. Yes. I never spot the record. It, good. I'm glad, I'm glad you remembered that because I was thinking, <laughs> yeah, good. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. But, it's, but this one, 
But even the video we saw was uh, for a one one pot, which can be applied to you know tender areas. I guess you can say that if this thing is like some sort of therapeutic water bottle, let's go with that. Well, it's it says your... body massage, doesn't it? But is the smoke yeah. doing the massaging? Because it doesn't appear to move. The massage should have some sort of at least you know, physical impact, whereas this one just seems to be a hot pot, which is you know, a northern delicacy, don't get me wrong, but I don't, I don't think you should apply <laughs> it to your nether regions. Given the area that they're being applied to, hot pots would seem a better name for these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> Yeah, so you're right, right. You said it's smokeless, but we saw a lot of smoke then. So you just yeah. shut off. But from day four, you said that the smoke itself is the point. Yeah. So it's all like well, those like coffee, caffeine free, but I know it was a thing. But I mean, I don't know. Does I mean, having having listened to this, I, and I probably know what's coming. Does it have reviews? It does. <laughs> Let's have a look at the reviews. Ah, oh, good. That's not a pro on board. He's <laughs> actually got some ex- explanations as well. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Moxibustion is a traditional Chinese medicinal herb. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. Moxibustion is a herb. Okay. That's what he says. Dave explained it better than this website. <laughs> he did as well, yes. <laughs> yeah, you should go to my website and buy them. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's he's got vape products and moxibustion herbs. It's all the same shit. Just one is more expensive than the other. Uh, it's effective in many areas, things such as joint pain caused by cold weather. Yep. It is very useful. It can also work on andrology, andrology, gynecology, and even pediatrics. Yep, it works oh, on do... androids, women, bits, and children. <laughs> don't don't, don't combine want. those things. That's that's really bad. Two advantages. One is where people have conditions, but Westminster can't even detect it. So uh, basically, that's just like a blank check saying, yeah, you've got uh, doubt of the soul. <laughs> you've got to put this burning pot in your tits. Oh. I, like, I like the bit where it says, in Chinese medicine, we call it nipping in the bud. <laughs> <laughs> Do no, we know? don't. <laughs> Moxibustion can help cure it. For example, there's a condition causing inflammation of the spinal cord. Now I'm going to stop you there. Yep. If you've got if you've got inflammation of the spinal cord, <laughs> smoking your breasts is not going to help. And if it does, you are worth billions. Because quite frankly, you have upset a lot of established knowledge. <laughs> If you put two smoking plant pots on your tits or, and you do have an inflamed spine, maybe it will withdraw all the inflammation out. Like, um, you know. <laughs> like if if you're tending to your beehive and you want to get the bees out, you, you smoke it out, don't you? This is for if you're riddled with bees. <laughs> smoke them out. Smoke those fucking bees out of your spine. <laughs> this pack comes with one moxibustion can. One, there's two. Yeah, on just one. You got two on a on a memory glands there. Eh? So yeah, well, she's just showing you. She's showing you the ideal life. Dave. This oh, is I what see. this is what you oh, can achieve. This is aspirational. I understand. It's an aspirational message. Yeah. Sitting back, blankly looking at your tits with as they smoke <laughs> billows. <laughs> Into them. <laughs> it comes to the 54 piece moxicone, uh, one B bandage, not a bandage. <laughs> a B bandage. Uh, one polycloth, one. Oh, so it can wrap. wipe more than one thing. One acupoint map, who knows what that is, and one gift box. Well, presumably, in the context of this being. Alternative medicine, the acupoint map is where you can stick your needles for acupuncture. Ah, I see. But, uh, but I'll tell you where you can stick your needles. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the acupoint map on my website. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reviews. Oh. oh I don't think, I don't think it's, yeah. this thing is reviewable because it's can you just go, Can you go down a little bit? And where it says other products available, because I just saw something a bit. There it is. The fascia gun. Now, the fascia is just a, la- a layer of tissue that you have. Uh-huh. So I'm going to argue any gun is a fascia <laughs> gun. <laughs> I mean, 
assuming you don't pull the trigger, it's like that's beyond massage. If it rips through and every other tissue, that's bad. Maybe it's a gun made of that, though. Let's have oh, a look. Oh, that's very Cronenberg, that is. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, look mm. at it. It looks a bit uh, Cronenberg. Yeah, it does a bit. If that was like, you know, this is a knockoff website as well. You can imagine if this was covered in skin, <laughs> then. <laughs> That applies to a lot of products. <laughs> Imagine this was covered in skin. Imagine this Kirby <laughs> was covered in skin. Imagine this pair of dick was covered in skin. <laughs> Imagine this Kia Venga was covered in skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You can apply that to a lot of things to make them a bit more a bit more Cronenberg, shall we say? <laughs> uh, what are you going to give this thing? Um, I'm, I'm I'm glad I brought it up though because you have explained oh. it to me quite well. I've got to say, I yeah. know what it is now. It's um, quackery for smoking of the body. Yeah. Um, since I don't want to go first, well, again, I'm going to give it a. I'm giving it a zero yet, and I do still want to maintain that record. Uh, so I'm going to say give it a one uh, because. It does exist. <laughs> it, it, some people, some people like it, and it. I think it does serve the purpose. If it, if it's something which can allow you to put a smoking thing on your body with no harm done, that's an achievement. But other than that, it sounds like it could, probably is quite misleading and dangerous. So I'll give it a, a one for the accomplishment of being sellable. Uh, and beyond that, I have no interest or enthusiasm or respect for it. <laughs> Disgraceful. Um, all right. Um, uh, do, 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 do. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a Dave's decimal. Ooh. Thank you. Dave's decimals. 0.7. 0.25.5. That's a half. I'm going to give it a 1.2. Because I think I like it slightly better than than the penile foot comforters. (laughs) Valid. Totally valid, yes. That's just heterosexuality coming through, though, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) They're both worthless products. (laughs) (laughs) But... But I do. I don't like the idea that they're they're a bit misleading and dangerous. Uh, I've had bees in my spine for years, and I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a one point two for me. Um, I think I'm going to give it. Um, I think I'm going to give it four. Of course you are. <laughs> of course you are. Why wouldn't you? I'd love a nice uh, smoky atmosphere <laughs> around my person. Um. Atmosphere. You love a body with a happy atmosphere. <laughs> and if you stay a while, you and I'll be dancing in the cold night. So that was the first thing I bought. So, hang on. Hey, hang on. <laughs> Just tell me the last thing. <laughs> the first record you bought was Russ Abbott's Atmosphere. <laughs> no, no, first one I bought, first one I found in the house, in the pub I lived in. No, I, I didn't let him. Yeah. No. I was too young to buy it. I was, I'm, give, um, I'm giving it a five. <laughs> because we found that the first record team bought was Russ Abbott's Atmosphere. First one I had. Let's go with that. I didn't. Lies, lies, lies. He's back, we back know, listeners. We know full well the first one he bought was now that's what I call Ken Dot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll go with that. But yeah, that was the first thing I actually found. Is, oh, this is a song. I like I like music. <laughs> it was that one I found in the pub because he was on TV. He was like a Russ Abbott. Oh, he's a comedian. I like that sort of thing. And it was. <laughs> Are you the that world? My... Are you are you the world's first music forager? <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Welcome back, Dave's go. Go on, Dave. Well, I'm I'm going to take us slightly away from Ooh. smoking genitals and, and okay. soft soft furnished genitals. Someone needs to add some decorum. <laughs> well, it, it's slightly literate because it's something I've been thinking about for a bit and I wasn't going to use it, but then then the event happened. So the thing I'm submitting is the phrase, speak of the devil and they're sure to appear. Okay. Because I don't, I think if it was true, then logically nobody would say it and it wouldn't exist. Because <laughs> if you're saying speak of the devil and he's sure to appear, then that in itself... <laughs> would make the Dark Lord appear, and that would cause all sorts of problems. <laughs> yeah, and, valid, and I wasn't, valid I, point. 
I wasn't going to do it. I was going to just sit and Google bomb products or adverts Dean doesn't like, as per <laughs> tradition <Yes. laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> but then I was watching Ted Lasso because someone told me it was good and I have no originality. <laughs> <laughs> and they she, they actually used the phrase, <laughs> speak of the devil and he's sure to appear. So I thought, have I spoken of speak of the devil and it's appeared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it's, a, it's got better on you. That's so, so that saying, but I guess, I guess, I guess, I'm putting that with other sayings that have no logical reason, don't make any sense. Normally, though, when people say that, um, it's to diffuse a situation where they've been bitching about some prick and, <laughs> and they've come into the room, isn't it? I what, by so, giving yeah. away that you've been speaking about them? Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. Because <laughs> they want whoever that prick is to know that they've been speaking about them. <laughs> it, it, this is true. If, right. if, you, if you're talking about someone, and I'm thinking primarily on a work setting now, mm. if you're talking about someone, like some people are slanging someone off behind their back, <laughs> and uh, that person comes into the room, but... You don't want that person to know that you have upset, they have upset you, or you were upset with them in any sort of way. Conversation dies. And um, they pretend to talk about something else. But if they've been slagging someone off, and that person comes into the room and the, the heat is still there, <laughs> then they will say this. Yeah. And I think that's uh, the the whole phrase is a subtle way of saying, well, it's passive aggressive, isn't it? It's a way of saying, like, you're a real piece of work. <laughs> so for you, it's padding until you can think of something to go. Not me. Oh, I would never engage in this sort of behavior. <laughs> I got absolutely no interest in, in workplace dynamics like that at all. I'm there to earn my trust. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't. I, I can verify. Yeah, I, he has absolutely no enthusiasm at all. As long as that money rolls in at the end of the month, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit if the company fails. I don't give a shit if the company succeeds. I don't care if Susan is upset with Richard. Don't give a shit. I really want Susan and Richard to walk in now. So we can well, speak of the devil. Speak of the devil. <laughs> exactly. It's one of those phrases which has strong, like, um, obviously, religious connotations, which might, mm. might have a time when people did believe that sort of thing. Like they say, you know, uh, struggling with their demons presumably stems from a time when people thought people were actually filled with demons, like, mm. as opposed to bees. And, <laughs> now, yeah. now we know it's bees. Yeah. <laughs> Smoke speak, up the demons. Speak of the bees. Like, if they said, like, oh, that, that boy's got a devil in him, and he turns up, oh, speak of the devil, because that would have been like, oh, I was talking about him, and now he's appeared. And that's that can't be a coincidence, even though we live in a town of seven people. <laughs> we all live in the same three houses. No, no, that, that must be the devil at work because God wouldn't do that. So there might be some sort of actual religious connotations, vibes to it. Like so, but again, it just seems it seems to me that if you believe that, there is no logical reason for it to exist. Totally, yeah. Un yeah. Unless no, you that, want, that's true, un yeah. unless it's a Satanist saying, it's one of those one of those very popular ah. Satanist <laughs> yeah. sayings. Speak of the devil, Isha. Here he is, the boss. Look busy. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's coming. Yeah. When you think about it, like a lot of, you say, a lot of phrases don't stack up to logical scrutiny. Like the whole thing of that's the exception; it proves the rule. But well, it's not a rule. Well, then. It's, it's... I do, I do, I do know that one because that's one that annoyed me as well. But it's from it's from the older meaning of the word proof. Proof, oh, okay. proof mean proof means to test something. So an exception does test a rule because it shows it's not necessarily a rule. But now, but now yeah. we sort of use proof in in a slightly different sense to show something's true. But but then yeah. the saying clung on like beads in a spine, <laughs> or, 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 or like or like if evolution is true, why is it a theory? That, that's not what theory means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It means a model of. But well, we think this how it works. So we have new information. We'll update the theory because that is. How this whole thing works, but yeah, it's 
very, very annoying when people just take it and, ah, I think it means this, and therefore you're wrong. Thank you, <laughs> but uh, please please move on. What pot never boils does checked. <laughs> <laughs> but Will, that's a shame in a way, because that could have been like some kind of mechanism for time travel. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> if, um, if you're watching the pot and it never boils... Then you must create some kind of time bubble around him as you're watching it. Exactly, very true. Yeah, that's, um... So, in the living room, time is going on. If I watch the pot boiling in my kitchen, my wife in the living room, initially she'd be upset that she's not getting her tea. But she, she'd go to bed, she'd move on, she'd go to work the next day. I'd still be there in the kitchen watching the pot not boiling. <laughs> no time has passed for you. Exactly. No time has passed for me. Right, yeah. A couple of days, a couple well, of weeks, a couple of months. When, when I think my hair in, will grow back. I think there's something in this, because whenever you watch films of, of H.G. Wells' The Time Machine, yes. that's very much shown about how his time machine works, isn't it? It sort of sits there, and the yes. world moves around it. Yes, now, we yes, don't yes. know the mechanism of how that works. No. We can only assume yeah. that the time traveller is sat watching a kettle. It's the theory yes, of relativity. Yes. It's relative to where you are compared to the pot. Mm. If you're looking right at it, slow time. If you're not looking yes. at it, fast time. Yeah, that, that yeah. adds up. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. Wells' time machine would have been powered by steam as well. Of course, it, it would. Copper. Victorian yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> they loved yeah. steam, didn't they? Solved it. This is a whole new unified theory of copper steam. Yeah. <laughs> so. Time is steam. Starting and this, this is this is why steampunk. <laughs> this is why steampunk never goes away. That's They're all right. just yeah. sat it's, watching their yes, yes. It exists at every point in time because yeah. the steam and punk yeah. are actually uh, <laughs> omnipresent in Cromley. Yeah, yeah. You look at the steampunks and you say that was from like fifteen years ago. Why are you still doing that? But in their mind, it's now. <laughs> if a steampunk, every single bit of steampunk technology depends on a boiling pot. Yeah. So therefore, mm. if you're looking at if you're looking at it, therefore it exists throughout time. And the Chinese have got these machines which will steam <laughs> their tits <laughs> forever, keeping them young. Exactly. Well, well, Even in that steampunk future, the Chinese are leading the way, and I've got to say, fair play to them. So <laughs> the breasts stay frozen in time while the rest of the body moves on. Yeah, the body is decayed around a perfect set of breasts. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a lot of male fantasy let's be honest I don't think uh, so <laughs> yeah, some, some guys I think will be okay with that but yeah that's not uh, doesn't make it okay um, what, what are we even discussing the devil hey, uh, have either of you ever messed around with uh, Ouija boards my um, my my grandparents once accidentally bought a Ouija board because they thought it was a board game. <laughs> <laughs> and they took it back because they said it was boring. <laughs> we kept we kept following the rules. We're asking if anyone was there. It just kept moving to no. <laughs> <laughs> My mother once had a Ouija board, but I kept sending it to dick slippers. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Thank you. It might have been a bit corrupted by product placement. The algorithms get everyone, don't they? <laughs> but no, I've 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 never I've never used used a Ouija board or, or no. had really had any desire to do it. No, I think the, the closest I've come is a playing which I still respect as a board game, the, the old uh, video interactive board game atmosphere. Ah. Yeah, you maggot. <laughs> yes, atmosphere too with a bad on somebody. Yeah, he was the best one, I think. <laughs> and no, I don't agree. remember this at all. No, no, you, you put a video in and then you play a board game and they occasionally pop up and then. Uh, oh, yes, yes, I do. Yes, remember yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Baron, I can dig it. You must. Uh, <laughs> everyone on uh, tile seven, <laughs> go to the cemetery. Blah, blah, blah. It was very, very early video game, essentially. It was literally no, a video no, 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 game. no, no, no. Don't stop speaking like that. That's all I want now. <laughs> Okay, well, uh, better the <laughs> devil you know. <laughs> now, some Baron Tammany appears. We've completely confused all the religious contexts. <laughs> but uh... but I tried... Sorry, go on. No, no, it's your well, I was going to say, because I tried to look up, because I thought perhaps it's one of these things where it, the meaning's changed or something. 
And and I went to uh, everybody's favourite website, uh, James Wales Wikipedia. And let's hope it doesn't come up because it was rubbish. It just said it's a saying that means if you're talking about something, you might it might happen. And you're like, well, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was very straightforward. And then and then it had a bit where it's like, see, also destination. <laughs> you're like, really? That's and then not you, destiny. Well, it was because I clicked on it. So it did make it happen. Yeah. But no, no, afraid not. I thought it was some sort of saying based skewomorphism, but it didn't occur. <laughs> Absolutely. <bad. sighs> Are we there? Is this the end of the section? I think so. <laughs> I think so, yeah. So what are we going to give? Uh, what are we going to give the saying? Uh, the devil we, you say the devil we take the devil. That's Kylie Minogue. No, uh, <laughs> uh, welcome back, listeners. Moving on to section four. Random Wikipedia article. No, nope. <laughs> no, we haven't finished the last section yet. Right, then what are we going to give this time? Go on. Um, I'm no. It, enough respect to Dave. This is a phrase I've just used before plenty of times about me thinking about it and thinking, oh, it's just, uh, it makes perfect sense. But one of the things when you sort of pick at it, it's uh, completely meaningless and illogical. So I'll give it a two uh, because everything Dave says is correct. But it's one of those things <laughs> of, I don't want to give it completely like, uh, the lowest possible score because. That'll encourage me to think of other things which like make no sense, and I'll unravel my whole fucking mind. <laughs> it's a thread I don't want to pull on too hard. So yeah, give it two, but for my own sanity. Go on, then, Dave. Why are you going to give your own thing? I'm I'm going to give it a two because I can confirm what Dean says. Once you start thinking about these things, your entire mind <laughs> unravels, and and this is what you get. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, you know, I guess it works. People know what you mean, so it, it gets those points as a saying, but no logical sense to. Uh, I'm going to give it one. Oh, no. I think I might start saying something else. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the prick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> Here we go. We're moving on to the final section of the show. It's called Random Wikipedia Article. Mm. Little Simon's fingers are typing in Wikipedia now into the search engine. He shared the screen with Dean and Dave. And <laughs> well, it's looking good. It's looking good. Let's hope for some gold here, yes. Go. Oh. oh. Helga Plum. Okay. Helga Plum is a Canadian architect known for her postmodern and environmentally friendly design. She was born in Brockmer, Brock forward slash Mer, Austria, in 1939. Plum left Austria at the age of 20 and emigrated to Canada, where she settled in Toronto in 1959. Now, I will warn you, gentlemen, this is a lengthy article about... uh, Ms. Plum. Oh, God, this must be the longest we've done so far. And Dean's going to read it all in his Baron Sandy voice. <laughs> <laughs> Helga Plum, studied architecture. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's like a copyright, you can do 10 seconds and then you stop, otherwise <laughs> you get arrested. Let's, let's not do that. Yeah, I remember uh, the last time I ate a plum. I, 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 I've seen <laughs> to remember them not being great. Where would you rank plums as your favourite fruit? Uh, top five fruits, Dean Go. Uh, top five fruits, are plums in there, or what are my top five fruits? This is the question to you, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> top five fruits, I'm always put apple on top. I think they're really good. I think they're really uh, underrated. Um, could be, uh, could put light cheese in there because uh, my family a big fan of light cheese. Um, raspberries and uh, unappreciated, I think. Uh, melon, big fan of watermelon, particularly. Uh, mm-hmm. actually, actually, honeydew is that as well. I can't decide. They're joint third, joint fourth, wherever I am. And I will throw in a Satsuma. That's my fifth one. Satsuma. Dave, top five fruit. Right. Pineapple, number one. Fruit that eats your back. Can't be argued with. (laughs) Apple, number two. Agree with Dean. Gaffer tape of the fruit family needs to be done. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Yes. Number three, Satsuma. It's a festive Christmas treat. Let's do it. Absolutely. 
Number four, tomato, pedant's delight. (laughs) Very, very strong Dave choice there. I'll say that right now. (laughs) Last one, passion fruit. Looks like snot, always makes things taste good. Top Solero flavour. I'm done. (laughs) Strong list. And my top five are uh, zero to five, none, don't like fruit. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking cop up with. That's what you are. Right. Uh, but anyway, there's nothing to do with fruit. There's someone an architect. Helga. Now then, yeah. let's concentrate on that. No, we're not really. Uh, she studied architecture. Dave, have you studied architecture? I've looked at a building. Yep, 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 yep. So you've studied it more than me and Dean. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Neither of you famously never look at buildings. No, absolutely not. not. I, 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 I think of them as clouds. Ah, oh, good bones. <laughs> yeah. go about my business. We are from the Welsh Valleys. We grew up there. Like anything over two, two stories, ice the ground. Don't look at it. It is sinful. Satan's constantly, world. constantly scanning the earth for burnable material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Oh, we will dig for it. We will dig for it. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> we, we go down. That's, that's our thing. Anything above two stories is, is an affront to God. Like one of those ladders, <laughs> which I mentioned earlier on. <laughs> uh, do you know Helga Plummy, either of you? I don't mean personally, no. I mean generally. No, I haven't heard the name before. Oh, like I've heard the word Plum before, and the word Helga. Yeah, not not today, not together. No, I have nothing. No, never heard of her. It's disappointing. She's not a plumber. Yeah. Yes. Have you seen the the new Mario film? Speaking of plumbers, here's a weird thing. My family's seen it. I haven't because I was in Portugal at the time. They went without me and. Uh, both my wife and my little son said, eh, don't bother. <laughs> which, is, <laughs> which is like, wow, that's a damning review. Dave? I have not seen it, no. I've, okay. I've seen the, I, I have seen the Bob Hoskins versions and I don't need I any other Super Mario film. No. I think it's just, it's it was snubbed for the Oscars and that's a shame. Yeah. <laughs> I think that film is an underrated classic and a cult hit and it should be appreciated as such. It's dreadful in, in all the best possible ways. And the science in it is dead on. Oh, I'll go 97% accurate. I think it's a few <laughs> flaws on the edges, but I think uh, mostly it's, it's, it's correct, yes. What's happening now, boys, is that I'm going to select um, uh, a sentence at random from this long, long article on um, <laughs> Helga Plum, and we're going to have a little think about that. Okay. Can you go to an architectural style, do you think? I'd quite like to no, know about the building. No, it's random, Dave. <laughs> sure. Uh, it says Plum was promoted to partner and the company was renamed the Dubois Plum Partnership. Between, between the years of... Between the years of 1979 and 1993, Plum and Do, and then I have cut off the... <laughs> the <highlight. laughs> oh, it's, it's, like, it's like one of those mystery novels. You have to figure things out. The Dubois Plum Partnership. Uh, do you think? Do you think? Do you think? Do you think that sounds like an evil entity or a good entity? Chaos, good or chaos? Uh, neutral. Bad. Neutral. 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 You think it's neutral? Yeah. Do you? It. It Dubois sounds plum. like it yeah. sounds like solicitors for an evil entry. So, like, yeah. if there was a super villain, yeah. they'd be like. Hang on, I just need to check that I'm not going to get sued with the Plum de Bois partnership. Yeah, you're right. When King Cooper, uh, <laughs> Dennis Hobbs King Cooper, invaded the uh, the real world from the parallel dimension of dinosaurs, he bought up real estate with uh, Plum de Bois uh, sisters. <laughs> yes, there we go. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Plumbers yes. de Bois sounds a bit sort of dinosaur-y. <laughs> based on literally nothing. Uh, what did you say we should go to, Dave? I wanted to know about her architectural uh, style. Yeah, what was so good about her here. buildings? Okay. Well, well, we'll move on to architectural style, and that's um, an idea from me and my brain, not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> architectural style. Here we go. Shall I do a little bit of reading for listeners? Why not? Please architectural do, yes. style. One style is known for uniting people inside a space. Oh, well, that's just a building. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's isn't that, isn't that the whole function of buildings. That, that's exactly yeah. what they're for. That annoys me as well. And bloody, you know that song "Happy." You know, what's it? That was the Minions. Happy. Oh yes, uh, clap along, clap along if you feel like a room without a roof. That's not a room. That's a garden, mate. Yes, yes, yes. yes. 
It's not really conservatory, is it? Because they have rooms, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I think I think that's an enclosed garden. That's like that's actually unpleasant. Mm. 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 Even rabbit but, hatches have <laughs> rooms. Yeah. Plum, Plum would be furious. That's an outside space. Yeah. Back to the article. <laughs> uh, notable works: the Oakland com- condominium. Um, the Oakland condominium. Uh, is it, that's one of her shits. Uh, <laughs> something with a large French dining centre. Mm, yeah, Scarborough. Scarborough? 37 Crow Trail in Scarborough. I can't be Scarborough in this country. Oh, no, Scarborough oh, is in Canada. Toronto. Yeah. It's one of yeah, those. Scarborough is better than ours. Yeah, it does a bit, yeah. That's often the way, though, with the new world, isn't it? Let's have a look at some of the work. Hang on. Hey, look at this guy. <laughs> Tom Longboat, there's a name to conjure with. He died in 1949. <laughs> if that's the first thing you know about him, like, Tom, he's dead. <laughs> it's his biggest achievement. He was known as the Bulldog of Britannia. Oh. Tom Longboat. Tom, Good name. the Bulldog of Britannia Longboat. He was a distance runner. Presumably that's not why he was called the Bulldog, because they're not notable for their ability right. to go no. long distance, is it? Also, I, I, I'll say, no, I don't like the phrase distance runner because literally every runner in this runs distance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, like, it's like, better the devil you know, which like, doesn't make any sense to pick it up, is yeah. <laughs> uh, His mind is unravelling people. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you seen Bolt opened up a worm all of them. You'd be impressed, <laughs> but not surprised. <laughs> oh, here comes Usain Bolt with his kettle. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is holding together way better than you expect. <laughs> it's loads of it's, it's seamless transitions. It's amazing. Here's a question for you. Yes. Mm-hmm. How fast do you think Usain Bolt could run in dick slippers? <laughs> <laughs> I think he would at least, uh, you know, I think into a hundred and fifteen seconds. I don't, I don't think the slippers are, are the the barrier there. Do you think you, you don't think they'd slow him down any? But he's under, that is slowing down. Like he can do hundred mm. and under ten seconds. So mm. I think he'll take a few seconds to get to, get to speed. Yeah. yeah. I, to be honest, I imagine they fall off in the first twelve seconds, 12, <laughs> but one point two seconds, and then they'll. Uh, I think there was an assessment over a while ago saying that. Usain Bolt never actually got up to full speed. If you look at his right gait and stance and stuff, because he always felt like um, he was a bit of a chill old guy and a bit of a showman. So he never did the whole full of get to full speed, then decelerate when you need to. Um, so you know, there was never a point where he actually ran full pelt. So because he apparently that's a, a scientific assessment thing. So he he could have gone faster, but he's a bit too old now. I haven't seen him a bit. I can believe that because he sort of slows down towards the end, and you're yeah. like, yeah. he turns and looks back and waves at the the guys who he's much faster than because he's an incredibly fast human being <laughs> 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 who eats nothing but chicken nuggets. It turns out, and <laughs> 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 no, nothing really? but lots of yeah. But that's his main diet. He eats chicken nuggets for a race, does a race, and eats loads of chicken nuggets. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if you were a proper athlete. <laughs> It'd be literally a superhuman. Yeah, and if you you would race inside a building designed by Helga Plum. Oh, uh, great callback, Dave. So, what are we going to give this uh, article on Helga Plum, then, boys? I'm going to give it. I did a slot this episode. I'm going to give it a two because there's lots of information here, but. No pictures. I think when it comes to architecture, you need images of what you're looking at. You know. The whole thing of architecture it is a real-world construct which you need to be able to appreciate. And we, we can't do that with this. Um, also, it's quite boring. <laughs> it <doesn't sound laughs> much for the architecture itself. So, yeah, I'll give it a two. That's me being generous. I'm, I'm going to give it 1.5. It's boring. There's no pictures of the buildings. There's no picture, pictures of her. She's not a plumber, and I don't like that she worked for an evil solicitors. <laughs> oh, that is correct. Davis Gray. Uh, I'm going to give it one. Um, yeah. Lord of all shite. Um, couldn't be bothered <laughs> to read all of it. Just lists of places and things. Boom! Uh, <laughs> there we are. That's the end of the episode. Thank you for doing that. Hey. No, 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 wait, wait, wait. 
For once, we should end on some music. Ah, uh, yeah, why not? Um, play something, please. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be having this, isn't it? Nope. <laughs> What's the advice on this? <laughs> I think, yeah, I think we all, we all listen to this, you know. Thank you for listening, listeners. Why would you like a party with a bad atmosphere, Ross? <laughs> yeah. If you think about the people you used to hang around with, though. Oh, good point, yeah. <laughs> Bottle of, uh... Yeah. This is the time I was giggling at Dennis. Les is all right. Les Dennis is all right. Yeah. No, no, you're saying you better than that. Uh... Yeah. You think of most yeah. the others, though. Because it's faded on the last bit there, so... Oh, it faded all out. Ha, 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 ha.